0: Yes, 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 people, it is time for another Echo Chamber, and boy, <laughs> man, this week, oh, it's a free, wait, that's not free, is it, free? It's a free party, son, what, what, but before we get into anything, Let's get it popping the way we do. You know what I mean? With the UK box office top 10 for the weekend of the 25th to the 27th of February. So our number 10 film this week is The Godfather. Yes, you think the Godfather by Francis Ford Coppola? Right? Starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Kahn, Robert Duval. You know what I mean that killer cast? Well yes, people, that is correct because it's the 50th anniversary, son. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? At number nine is a Jackass Forever from Jeff Tremaine. You know, with Johnny Knoxville, Steve O, Chris Pontius, the crew is there with right Rachel Wolfson, Eric Andre. You know, what I mean Machine Gun Kelly, just all these other people. We man. So yeah, if you're a fan of Jackass, you know you're going to want to see that one. At number eight, we talked about it during the London Film Festival. It's Kenneth Branagh's Belfast. Jude Hill, you know what I mean? Louis McCas- McCaskey, Jamie Dorman, Judy Dent, Syrian Hines. It's a good film. It's a good little film there, people. So our number seven joint, right, we... Was it last week we talked about it? It might have been. I think it was. Anyway, it's ho, ho. Right, Joe Wright's new joint, um, which is written by Erica Schmidt. Right, she's adapted her her off Broadway. I think it's off Broadway. It might have been Broadway. Anyway, she did. A play a version of the joint, you know what I mean? So she brought that. And Pika Dinkage and Haley Bennett reprised their roles. Also, we got Kevin Harrison Jr., Ben Mandelson, Monica Dolan, yeah, Bashir uh, Salahandu. Right? It's great. It really is great, people right still still holding on up in there at number six it is spider-man no way home now now people i know i was like yo i'm gonna bring you this film this week didn't happen because my ass got fucking covid i would so i missed cine world they missed it missed all those joints man but, yeah, there you go, unfortunately. But, John Watts still holding it down at number six. And I will see this film. <laughs> Before all is said and done, people, I'm going to go see Spider-Man, okay? But, now, we are into the top five. And at number five is Dog, right? The new film from Reed Kagnolin. And Channing Tatum, that's right. Written by Changlin and Brent Rodriguez. It's starring Channing Tatum. Kevin Nash, that's right. Old uh, Diesel? I think Kevin Nash was Diesel in the WWE, right? Um, yeah, Jane Adams. Um, and a lot of other people's, right? So you got that. At number four, it is, well, old Kenny Bran. He's back. It's Kenny Branagh, right? With Death on the Nile. Our Agatha Christie adaptation. You know what I mean? Written by Michael Green. Starring Tom Bateman. Um, Annette Benning, Branagh as Uki Opa Russell Brand, Michael Rouse, Alaya Safi, you know what I mean? Just, uh, yeah, I hear it is uh, pretty dope, right? At number three is The Duke. It's not, I thought, oh, is that the old uh, Clint Eastwood film? Come back to it? the, no, it's not, it's not that, right? It's a new film from Roger Mitchell, um, written by Richard Bean and Clive Coleman. Right, signed Jim Broadband, Eva Cray, Stephen Rashbrook, James Wilby, Matthew Good. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, at number two, it is Sing Two. Right, new film from Gareth Jennings. So our number one film still holding tight. It's Ruben Fleischer's Uncharted. Sign so Tom Holland sophia ali mark Wahlberg, tatty gabrielle Tati gabrielle i believe she was in sabrina um on netflix right i think that's the same person right antonio banderas yeah if you enjoyed the computer game yeah i think the film is meant to be uh pretty on point so People, there we go, right? That's our top 10, and it's part one. So, we're gonna give you some reviews, right? So, let's get into it. You ready? You better be because we're getting going, people. Okay, people. So, our first review this week. Is the scary of 61st. Okay, so we um, take a look next at the scary. Ugh, how is say The scary of 61st. Yeah, <laughs> it is a weird title. That you know doesn't really make sense in a sentence, but that's the title. The scary of 61st. It is the new film from Dasha Netkrasova. Right. She um directs and she co writes with Madeline Quinn. Um it is produced by Adam Mitchell. Um, executive produced by Lenny Vigden, Richard Tanabam, uh, Carmaine Kowalski, Alex Hughes. Associate producers are Matthew Barrett, Melasidid Bliss, Jonathan Rappaport. Um, do, 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 do. Line produced by Graham Swan Oh, and Mark Rappaport also is a producer on the piece Music is from Ellie Kessler uh, Cinematography is Hunter Zimmy Sophie Cora handles the editing The art direction is from Charlie Caspuli Robinson Costume designs of Victoria Cronin. Uh, Beatrice Sniper handles the makeup and effects, and the film is starring Madeline Quinn. She plays Noel. Betsy Brown plays Addie. Um, the girl is played by Dasha Nakrosofova, Greg. Addie's boyfriend is played by Mark Rappaport. The Reelitter is played by Stephen Gerwitz. The Crystal Shop um, guy is played by Aaron Dalla Villa. Uh, Greg's boss is played by Michael B. Bildanik. The mailroom girl is played by Ruby McColster. And the Ghislaine Maxwell supposedly look-alike is played by Anna Krakinian. I didn't really think she looked the same. But, yeah, she's meant to be Ghislaine. Anyway, the gist of the film is this. Addie and Noel are introduced doing something city dwellers know is truly horrifying apartment hunting. Everything changes for both women. When an unnamed stranger knocks on the door, the girl tells Noel that she believes they're living in a place that has seen untold horrors. One of the apartments in which Jeffrey Epstein used to traffic and abuse girls before you know it, they have tumbled down the rabbit hole into a world of conspiracy theories about Epstein and his apartments. So, yes, that, that's the film, right? And it is an odd one, right? I have to be honest. It's an odd friggin' film, right? I I think. We see these girls together, you know. They don't necessarily seem friends. Well, you can see that Addie wants to have Noel as a friend. And it, yeah, really get the feel Noel is just using Addie, right? She kind of says it in the film to obviously not to Addie, right? But Yeah, we don't really get what's in it for Addie, right? When she needs somewhere to sleep, there's a bed isn't there. Noel is just like, nah, fuck off, right? And you get the feel Noel is an opportunist, right? I think that's the feel you get. So you want, but none of this is truly explored, right? Like why what, what keeps these two together? There's you know, things are said that kind of make you think, oh, there's issues, right? That some of the things that happen are, are things that always happen. So it's just like, wait, why the fuck are they moving in together? Because trust me, I am I've known some odd people. Right. And when looking for roommates, it could have been easy just to, you know, bite the bullet moving with one of these. But it's just like, you know, what's going to happen or what could potentially happen. And you're like, no. Right. And I think if when you see a place and the price is so ridiculous, you just be like, I mean, I'm going to bite this bullet because that rent is I'm not getting that rent anywhere else. Right. If that was the case, you could buy a bit more, but we don't know the price. Right. We don't know any of this. So you just think, yeah. So you're wondering, like, why? Like, what's going down? The other crazy thing is, you know, when you move in there's things right so Addy does mention a cleaner which is shot down and you kind of think all right if I'm not getting a cleaner like if you're not cleaning the apartment you're not doing that deep clean then I want a discount right there was no bargaining or anything like that and they didn't really check the place Didn't check the place because what was left in the fridge was just... And then the beds, right? There's a thing with the beds and you're just like, yo, what are you doing? You did not check this place. That's insane. But we we have all of this. And yeah, there's like a mirror on on the ceiling in one room, which is Addie's. And yeah, she has weird... A weird dream. There's just weird vibes in the place. And that's when the girl turns up, right? This weird girl who they ignore at first, but then she gets in, right? Gets in. Now, (laughs) it's about conspiracies and all of that, but it's like Noel is very much. There was no real convincing needed for Noelle to bite onto what the girl is telling her, right? So there's that, which you just feel, "Mm, are you really going to believe someone that just bursts into your yard, right? And she sells Addy out pretty much right away. Like, there's, there's things which happen with Addy. And you think, Noelle and Greg, like, even if Noelle, you think she doesn't really like Addy, she's been around her Addy for a long-ass time. So you would assume she would be like, okay, something is wrong. Same with Greg. But neither do. Right? And And it's just like, Okay, fine, go the conspiracy route, you know, do all of this. But you have to underpin the film in just certain realities, you know what I mean? So these people that have been circling each other for a period of time, they're going to know each other. No actions. Oh, I guess that's me. Um, Just all of that shit. But it was like they're all strangers, they don't know each other, which is kind of odd. You know what I mean? Kind of odd. And then we just go down all of these kind of Epstein ideas and thoughts and theories, which, like nothing that was said was kind of crazy controversial. Because it's all stuff that has basically been in the news. You know what I mean about the Pizzagate, the sex parties, the trafficking—just all of that—and then also the the whole royal family thing. But that's where the film goes a little odd, right? Because okay, if we're de- if, we, if we're saying that this place has this weird effect on people, blah blah blah, fine fine, 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 fine. But why would it make someone think that they're possibly someone that firstly isn't dead, right? Isn't dead. So you're thinking, okay, possession, just weirdness, all of that from dead people. Boom. Get that. Or even just the trauma of the victims, I would get that. But the way it goes, you're just like, but that makes no sense. And then, the you know, having Addie go in the way which she goes, again, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Now, I will say, I will definitely say this, Right? That um uh gosh, Betsy Brown. Betsy Brown does a very, very good job of playing unhinged. God damn she does, you know what I mean? Because boy, Addie gets unhinged. Joe, just straight crazy, And yeah, Betsy really turns it on I think there is a lot of odd nudity in the film and you just kind of think I I mean I don't know if any of you needed to do this it didn't really add anything to the film you know and it's again there's no prudish, there's no shame But it's just, does it add to the film? And it doesn't really, you know? So there is that. Um, Now, Quinn's Noel, there's a weirdness to character, and you don't know if it's like just, you know, the acting wasn't, Quite on point, or if she's playing it in that fashion. But yeah, the character is just very weird, right? And and not weird in a way, you know, kooky weird, but it's just weird that it, that it doesn't really gel, right? That, that some of the delivery isn't quite there, you know, it, it's just a bit. And the Greg character doesn't. Uh, you you don't really feel There's that connection with Addy Like they've been dating for this while Or anything like that So it's, it's an odd film It's kind of all over the place There is some camera work That really, you know Boom, hits it Some, you're just like ah, That was an interesting angle choice Right, I don't know If that gives me anything Um, The music, in places it works, in places it's just like, we don't need to be told how to feel about this scene, right? Or it's just a little bit too much for this moment, you know? But I guess if you like a weird kind of conspiracy thing, this this could work. If you love being down the Epstein rabbit hole, then yeah. Boom! This film could well be you, you know. But it hit shudder on the third. So, um, yeah, if you want to roll that dice, right? If you want to watch something, which, yeah, it might not make a whole lot of sense. But there's a there are some decent moments. There are some decent performances. It is very much a hodgepodge though. Um, I would say. It's not that long though, right? It is um just 81 minutes, right? So yeah. I don't know. People <laughs> it's weird. It's conspiracy, you know what I mean? Drenched. It isn't for the, I like, to say it's not for the faint-hearted is not to say that it's shocking per se, but it's trying to be shocking, right? It's trying to be shocking, like items put in places which you don't see, but it's alluded to, right? So there's a lot of this. Um, But yeah, if you can cope with all of that, the scary uh, 61st might be your ticket, people. Might be your ticket. And it's now on Shadow. And let's end things with the weekend away. Okay, people. So the weekend away is the new film from director Kim Farrant, right, it's actually an adaptation of a book of the same name, came out in 2020, from Sarah Adelson, who just by chance wrote the screenplay for the film, now, there's often times when that's a good thing, sometimes it's not so much, you know, Uh, The film is produced by uh, Erica Steinberg, Charlie Morrison, and Ben Pugh. Okay. Uh, It's executive produced by Adelson, Carrie Hatfield, uh, Andrew Noble, Uh, Music is from Daniel Wall. Cinematography is Noah Greenberg. It is edited by Sophie Cora. Casting is Saja Dracolic and Nanol Rollins. Uh, Production design is Katja Saltz. Art direction is Ivo Hasyak. Um... Costumes of Camille Admalcoa. Well, I mean, yeah, I think I butchered that a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Um yeah. Now our cast. Okay, so we have Beth, who is played by Leighton Mester, Kate, who's played by Christina Wolfe. Um, There is Rob who is played by Luke Norris. That is Beth's husband. Um, Jay who is um, Kate's husband is played by Parif Fakara. We've got Zane who's played by Zad Bakri. Uh, Pavik a police officer played by Amar Bukvic. Um, There's Kovac, played by Iva Milakic. Yeah, Uh, another one of the police officers. Uh, Sebastian, played by Adrian Pedrick, and uh, Luca, played by Marco Barrick. Matteo. Played by Luigi Kova yeah um yeah matteo and Luca are two uh escort Sebastian is the landlord um they're our our main our main group I would say okay and the gist of the film well 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 it is this so when her best friend vanishes during a girl's trip to croatia beth races to figure out what happened but each clue leads another unsettling deception and um yeah, so it's you know essentially a a mystery, a thriller. Hmm. <laughs> now, I I think we we have seen so many great mysteries. You know what I mean? I and mean, there's you know book adaptations, just all of that jazz. They don't always measure up, and the weekend away. It is, I like, it's not the worst story I've ever come across. Like, you know what I mean? When it comes to thrillers, sometimes the story is a little hokey, right? You look at it and be like, really? <laughs> is this what we're doing? But I, I, I think a lot of times that can be carried by strong performances. In this one, I think one, like, the performances themselves weren't, like, they weren't terrible. It's just all the relationships you didn't buy. There was no chemistry. No chemistry between anyone. And you might say, oh, when we learn some of the, you know, the things about the relationships, oh, you know, obviously... But even with some of these things, right, at the stage characters find out stuff, it's just like, okay, but what about when they didn't know? Because even then, you're looking at it and like, yeah, these aren't friends, right? These aren't friends. Like, you don't really buy the the friendship between Kate and Beth didn't really buy it you know what i mean they they didn't act like they've been best friends forever because even those friends that you have right who you might not see for ages you know and life being shitty when you meet up right everything just falls away everything and even if like because sometimes you just be like yo how come you didn't call me, man? Like, you knew this was... And then be like, oh, yeah, because this was going to be like... Oh, uh, okay. Boom. Um, I Yeah, I understand. I, it's cool. Fuck it, man. Let's go get some drinks. Let's go get some good food. You know what I mean? Let's go do this. Right? So it's like, even if it starts off one way, it then goes into something else. Because you were best friends. This... Now, nah, this does not happen. Doesn't happen now. Obviously, look, they're trying to create this sense of oh, maybe this happened and maybe that happened. Bum, bum, bum. And it's just like, okay, you can do that without having this weirdness or this frostiness but it's not even a weirdness or frostiness between them it just feels like two people reading lines right in the same space we have um we have character reactions right it, it's just like she beth acts in a certain way around the landlord sebastian and it's all like, oh, I don't trust him, blah, blah, blah. But takes drinks from people she doesn't know, right? So it's just like, you're, you you kind of feel, look, someone who is acts like she acts around the landlord isn't going to take a drink of someone she doesn't know. Or if she does, it's going to be standing at a bar seeing that drink be delivered, you know what I mean, and and that's a thing. Listen, it's a thing, right? When you've been in clubs and shit, like you've seen that kind of shit. It's just like, yo, girls, no, right? That uh, yeah, do I want to take a drink that I haven't witnessed being poured from this person? Now, some will, right, but they're not gonna then be like, oh. You could be, like, to someone else, right? It's like you're either mad trusting or you're mad suspicious. You know what I mean? And you might become a little bit less, you know, scrutiny. It's not a word. Well, it is a word, but it's not the word I'm thinking of. But, you know, there's times when you might let your guard down a little bit, but that's usually once you've known someone for a little bit, right? And that might be you've talked to them for a bit and you've got, like, oh, no, they seem all right. But we none of those steps happen. So it, it's just these weird character traits they are given these people, which don't necessarily make sense. You know what I mean? So we get that. The story itself, right? Now, It's not like this is set in the 80s or something like that. So you just think, all right, these people, they would have read books, watch films, TV, just they're going to know. And so if you're in a foreign country and certain things go down, you're not going, oh, I'm going to hide this information from the police. And, oh, I'm not going to do, you know, because it would make no sense. You know what I mean? and Because you know, chances are you're going to get caught, right? Cell phone data, just there's all of these things now that people can check on. You know, so it's just like, yeah, obviously, obviously, but you still get these stories where people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell them that, or I'm not going to do this, or blah, 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 It you just like, wait, why wouldn't you do that, right? Why wouldn't you give this information? It, it's weird. It, like, it, they don't give a good enough reason for the actions a lot of the time, you know? Because you can be like, okay, if someone is Worried about this thing Oh I've got a criminal record so I don't want to say that Because of you know that leads to that Bum 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 You're like yeah but they don't do that You know It is it's, it's odd Right it makes no sense Then in the film itself In the story as things go on These situations Happen that are Mad convenient Right So convenient And you're just like Especially at the end Especially at the end Because you just think Firstly Oh That brick's going to be loose right? So there's that thing Then it's just Someone who has done The thing Isn't going to leave things just lying around, right? It, it's just be like, it's not convenient. Then we have a character who is being jumpy and skittish and all of this, all film, suddenly, right, suddenly can do these things. And you're just like, what? <laughs> you like, what? It... Doesn't like you have to lay out more for people to be like, oh, yeah, I could see her doing that or I could see him doing this and boom, boom, boom. That makes sense. Yes. So it's just a bit of an odd one. Right. It's just a bit of an odd one. The flow of the film, just all of this. you It's very hard to believe. Very hard to believe now. If, like, listen, you know, as I said, look, there's all sorts of thrillers and all of this kind of thing out there. And it's like, if you just love that sort of thing and it's, you know, it's your bag and you'll watch most things, then the weekend away could very well be for you. You know, like, if you can just go, hey, I'm not taking this seriously I'm just going to imagine, you know, then you'd be like, okay, yeah, I buy, I'm going to buy into this, right? So, But yeah, you need to be able to separate your belief, right? Not take these little things too seriously, because then I think the film will, you know, resonate a little bit more. Now, obviously, look, if you love the novel, I imagine the film will be cool for you. Because I imagine, look, I haven't read it, but the author wrote the screenplay as well. So if you enjoy that sort of writing, right, and these sort of threads, yeah, you'll like the film. Because she wrote the novel, right? So it's going to be in a similar vein. Certain things may have changed slightly, but, that style, yeah, it's going to be, I imagine it is pretty much the same. You know what I mean? So, listen, if you like the book, I think you'd probably like the film, right? It is now on Netflix. So, yeah, if you want a film about people going away and it's not as crazy as a hostel, <laughs> then The Weekend Away could be for you, people. Okay, people. So, yeah, before we bounce from part one, we're going to do what we do. So, we're going to look at what's happening in the world of films. Okay. So,. I think it was last week, right, we we talked about this new Weird Al Yankovic biopic, which is coming, starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, but, right, it now has come that Madonna is going to be part of this, I don't know why, um, you know what I mean, but, uh, in the film, um, we're gonna have um Rachel Evan Wood right playing Madonna. Yeah, I'm like, hmm, now it's probably because he parodied one of her songs, right? But um, yeah, so that's it. Well, Rain Wilson is also in um, the film, right? He's playing uh, Dr. Demento, and Toby Hoos is playing Julianne. No, um, no. Toby Hoose and Julianne Nicholson are playing Nick and Mary, Yankovic's parents, right? Now, going from Madonna being the Weird Al film, we now know there is also going to be a film about Madonna, right? This one is over at Universal. And, yeah, it seems to be a few people up to play the material girl, right? So, um, the actresses up at Florence Pugh, Julia Garner, Alexa Demi, Odessa Young, and um, Emma Lard, right? Uh, we've also, right, that's actresses, there's also BB Rexa and Sky Ferreira right a couple of musicians who are up for that role which when you think about all those actresses they all look very different right so (laughs) if you're like oh we want someone who looks like Madonna Mm, I don't even know man I don't even know the film is being directed by um, Carmen Cuba, right so um yeah now the crazy thing is as well right they're saying oh the person that has to play the role is gonna have to go through this grueling boot camp which would be like really you know what i mean because it's not like madonna was and don't get me wrong right it's not saying madonna was like out of shape or anything like that no madonna was a desirable lady back in those days right everyone fancied madonna right you know dropping the music those the books x all of that man right? she was a sex symbol but it's not like you know what i mean thinking about it she was in this ridiculous shape right she was some crossfit Crazy health. So it's just like, all right, you want someone that can dance, you know what I mean? But to be like, oh, you've got to do it, it seems a little insane. But if you're going to pay someone a whole heap of cash, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck it. That's part of the, the, the deal, you know what I mean? That's what you imagine, right? Um. So, Going from a, a singing film, right, West Side Story, it sounds like, uh, you know, Arena Dubos did such a good job in that film, she has been cast in Craven Hunter, right? The new Sony Marvel joint, right? Now, it's saying that she's going to be playing Calypso, Right, a voodoo priestess who utilizes magic potions and is the occasional partner and lover of Craven. Hmm. To be honest, I do not know a whole heap about uh Craven Hunter, other than he, you know, what I mean, he had a jonesing for Spider-Man and wanted to kill him. Right. That's about it. He's also Russian. That's all I know. You know what I mean? Um now old Lindsay hohan right she appeared in a super super bowl ad right now it, it seemed a little random and it also seemed a little um are we saying Lindsay lohan was a hoe right it was a weird fucking advert but right when you think about these things they don't usually happen for no reason when i say no reason it because Lindsay lohan is gonna be starring in some Netflix joints, right? So she's got a new film coming this year called Falling for Christmas. So I imagine that's gonna drop probably end of November, December, sometime. You know what I mean? Be weird if it dropped in uh, July. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, so she's got that, which they're saying is an overboard kind of situation but this time i believe she's skiing you know i mean hits her head then it's just like oh am i married to this but right it's one of them ones you know what i mean um but yeah and she's also in another film which uh yeah i have no clue what that one is but yeah it looks like lohan is getting back into the films because I can't remember the last thing I've seen her in. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's happening, people. That is happening. Now, we've got some other casting news, right? So um, M. Night Shyamalan has got a new film coming called Knock at the Cabin, right? It's pretty under wraps, but um, it's supposedly going to be dropping February the 3rd next year. So you imagine filming is it's either underway or it's gonna be real soon. But we've got Ben Aldridge, Jonathan, Jonathan Groff, uh Rupert Grint, Nikki Amuka Bird, and Dave Batista up in this one, right? Uh we've also got a new film, um, coming from Film Nation, which, hey, it's starring, um, Kirstie Clemens, right, who, man, I loved in that Netflix TV series, which, now I say it, mine's gone blank, mine's got fucking blank, but she was, a- great in that and then she, i think she was in dope as well right man she's always good she's always good but so she's the lead in this right um films from tayasha po and it's called the young wife right so the gist is meant to be this right it follows a young woman grappling with the meaning of love and commitment on her non-wedding day hmm Is that because the wedding got cancelled? Or in her mind, she'd gone on this date. I'm getting, who knows? Who knows, right? Um, It's also starring Aya Cash, uh, Connor Palo, Kelly Marie Tran, Shirley Lee Ralph, Michaela Watkins, Leon Bridges, and Judith Light. Now we also know that we're getting this Barbie film, right? Starring Margaret Roby as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken, right? We've also got Kate McKinnon, Simu Liu and America Ferrera up in it. Right, and Arena Greenblatt has now joined the cast. So, you know one of those people probably is gonna entice you to check it out also it's you know i mean being written by greta greenberg and noah bernbach which i mean i love noah bernbach films and gerberg films so it's just like do i want to watch barbie huh <laughs> you know um also Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer seems to be adding new people every fucking week. You know what I mean? Jason Clarke, Louise Lombard, James Diashi, and Michael Angarona have uh, joined this pretty epic cast, right, about, um, you know, Old uh, Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project, which man, I am intrigued because I love a little Nolan, and Oppenheimer is a fascinating dude. You know what I mean? Now we know they're remaking White Men Can't Jump, right? Yeah, what you scratch your head and go, why? But they're doing it now. We now know who's going to be taking up the Woody Harrelson character, right? And it is none other than Jack Harlow, right? Which will be his feature film debut. And to be honest, you think, why? Now, I'm not saying he's going to do a shit job, but when you have a whole host of people that you think, okay, I can see them. Like, to be honest, I'd have imagined... Pete Davidson in that role because Davidson is goofy, right? And if he turned up at the basketball court, you might think, nah, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's gonna be Jack Harlow, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, there you go, right? Charles Kidd II is directing, and Kenya Barris and Doug Hall have uh, written the script now this is interesting because for years we have had talk of a beetlejuice sequel and nothing really has progressed but brad pitt's production company plan b has uh you know what i mean taken a film under its wing. Which does add to the notion that, oh, shit, this is probably going to happen. You know what I mean? So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Now, uh, I think, again, it was last week we talked about this new collaboration between Shane Black, Robert Downey Jr., and Joel Silver, right? Uh, Now, what they're going to be doing has now come to light. They're adapting the Parker character, you know, who was a, a a whole heap of books. I think it was 24 books written by um, Donald E. Westlake, right? And I, you know, what I mean, it's, I love that pulpy shit. You know what I mean? The, you know, the the the, the uh, hard boiled detective or the the criminal trying to make good. Right. So I enjoy it. Now, some of these adaptations we've seen haven't been the best, though I did enjoy the Mel Gibson payback. Right. I forget when that one dropped. But yeah, I enjoyed that. Now, this is coming through Amazon. Right. And it's said to be films and TV right now I think the first adaptation is going to be a film right they're adapting Play Dirty um, which I believe is the first book right um, now Shane Black co-wrote it with Charles Mondry and um, Anthony Bagazzazzi right so yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to see what they do with this because you know I would be down for films and uh, some. You know what I mean TV? There's Downey Jr. How could you not love Downey Jr. Right, right. So yeah, that's coming. Also, oh Billy Burr. You know what I mean? Oh Billy, old Burr. He's got a new film, right? And he's making a directing debut. You know what I mean? He's uh going to be starring it as well. It's called Old Dads, you know. Um, An old Billy. He's just had a son, right? So, yeah, he's an old dad. You know, he's got a little girl, too. Now, he's going to be starring in this film with Bobby Cannavale and Bookham Goldberg. Bookham. What? I'm looking at the name, and I don't know why I said that. Bookham Woodbine i how great are those two you know i mean so i'm down right i'm down for this for sure now it's about um you know three middle-aged fathers um well bill's a middle-aged father and canna and wood binary's best friends right after selling their company to a millennial they find themselves out of step and behind the times as they hilariously struggle to navigate a changing world of culture, career, and fatherhood, Bill wrote it with Ben Tishler. Um, yeah, and um, it's being produced by Bill Block, Monica Levinson, and Mike Bertolini. So uh, I'm, yeah, I want to see that. <coughs> Oh my days, excuse me, people. And let's end on this one because, um, 20th Century had a recent, um, call, investor call, just all of that, where they uh dropped a little information on, right? Um, now in it. Right, so the funny thing is, it sounds like a lot of the Fox content originally was going to be just for Disney+. Things seem to be changing, you know what I mean? So, a lot of those posts, you know what I mean? Because uh, there was films in development when Disney bought 20th Century. And some things, that you know, got sold to other companies, and a lot of things they kept, right, so we had Free Guy, you know, and that was a huge success, right, so, um, yeah, they're making a sequel, right, I think the script is being expected real soon, which, man, they jumped on that one quick. Although did that come out last year? I forget. Actually, yeah, it's March. Didn't come out this year. Man, time is just like anyway. I'm, I'm babbling. Free Guy. We're getting a sequel to Free Guy. Free Guy. Free Guy. Also, Death on the Nile is just dropped, but we're getting another Poro film. You know what I mean? And right, it's been it's been. Banded around but you never knew if it's coming or it's not but there is a new planet of the apes film on the cards which kind of makes sense as well because where things left off we still weren't at the very first film you know i mean so there's still room right so that's coming um i they've also confirmed that the new predator film is gonna be dropping this year that's called prey right so hey there's some interesting shit. plus he um you know the 20th century boss confirmed that the first of james cameron's avatar films is dropping this year so people There is a lot of shit to look forward to, you know what I mean? And when I say there's a lot of shit to look forward to, people, there are two more parts of this week's Echo Chamber. So, don't go anywhere. We'll see you in part two.